Welcome to Rajmi Podcast. Today, we are continuing to march, and the theme is discovering what's next. We're reminded of the seasons of recovery and healing, whether you're going through grief, whether you're going through um, a, 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 a life change, a life event, maybe it's a, a new disorder that you didn't think you were you had, family, people are not there anymore in your lives broken relationships these seasons so you kind of wonder what is next today we have a new guest his name is ken stearns is that correct stearns or is it perfect that's perfect i love it i I usually do a bad job of pronouncing people's last names but i do appreciate yours a little bit easier (laughs) to say but thank you for coming on the podcast sharing your insight with us today just being a part of this conversation Thanks for having me on the show. Really appreciate it. And I love the warm up and I love the introduction that sets the tone. Yeah, uh, I just, I appreciate it. Thank you. I want to also say to those who are listening, disclaimer, I always say this. If you're in a crisis, please seek appropriate professional help. In the United States or States, others will say 988 is a suicide crisis lifeline. But uh, when it comes to resources, when it comes to um, support. It's different for everyone. I do encourage you to find what resources are there. Um, working in the mental health field, I always don't like reinventing the wheel. <laughs> so what, uh, um, you know, if something keep doing it, you know, uh, that's positive, obviously. Um, I always say this, Ken, people say it better than me. I've probably quoted Victor Frankl a lot because he was just monumental when I was, you know, discovering a little bit more about myself. When we are no longer able to change the situation, we're challenged to change ourselves. What comes to mind when you hear this quote? Yeah, it's I when I read this, um, you'd sent this to me and I read it. I I kind of immediately went to my last years in corporate. Hmm. I mean, I hate to personalize it, but I guess that's what we do, right? Yeah. You know, like, um, you know, I couldn't I couldn't control that situation. You know, it's corporate life and there is so much, you know, you're asked to do so many things, but there's so much you can't control. Mm-hmm. And um, I really felt at some point I, I was the one that needed to be fixed. Mm-hmm. Right. It was <laughs> the corporate machine was fine. Mm-hmm. That's the way it works. It'll, mm-hmm. And it's still working. I left and it's still the machine is still running. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one that needed to be changed was myself. Hmm. And, you know, it's very humbling, of, at least even myself. I could say I had some some successes working with people in the in my field. But also, you know, it's also humbling how much I can't do, how much I how much the, how much I the people I do connect with. You know, I am limited. I am human. And I realize yes. if I don't take care of myself and I have limits, but I felt at least for me. When I understood what my limits are, I felt a little bit less bogged down. I felt like I could understand who I was a little bit better. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I wanted to also kind of ask, you know, change is a, you know, a lot of times we experience change last three years, especially those around the world with Mm -hmm. covid and how we connect we were really struggling connecting before um i think in some cases worse more so now Uh, there's a lot of 
barriers and when it comes to how we communicate i'm asking you know i didn't you know i was just thinking how the conversation going how has have how have you been able to adjust and how have you been able to look forward not kind of i guess mm. in a way freeze when it comes to this idea of discovering what's next because it's terrifying it's one thing that changed but also be actively moving forward to something that you're not sure of oh yeah i'm an expert in that <laughs> so well would you comment on that <laughs> if anything any anything that yeah. comes to mind when it, when you're thinking about this idea of change and just yeah i mean i was just talking to my sister this afternoon and we were saying you know we're talking about living and where you lived and how long you've lived and mm. i just we did the math I, I just went back through my head and i said oh my god you know in the last 20 years i've moved 10 times mm -hmm. and i've lived in five countries mm -hmm. um and i've been with you know six or seven different corporations mm -hmm. um so for me, I think change is quite natural and mm -hmm. I'm in a state of change a ton. But I think one of the things that helps me survive in that, because everything is moving around you, Robert, you know, mm -hmm. you're in change. You're, you're the things you can feel and touch within your reach are changing. Mm -hmm. But when you look at the horizon, mm -hmm. not moving. Yeah. Yeah. So I try to ignore the chaos around me. Mm -hmm. knowing that that is part of that process and, mm -hmm. and, and the and the change is going to be a bit chaotic and there's a, a bit of that you know you got to walk through mud and then you're walking in sand and you don't know what the ground you can't see the water you can't see the ground sometimes mm -hmm. but if you keep focused on this horizon mm -hmm. i call it kind of horizon thinking if you keep focused on that what's the end game what's it going to look like you know at this point or when i get to this place you know what is that put myself there and then the mm -hmm. change is less painful mm. it's less obvious mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah i feel um for me i've learned in a different way is that i do my best work when i slow down i say this a mm. lot of times for oh, me um it, it's for me a lot of times i'm like i i do i can speed up i can do things quickly yes. but like the urgency of life really doesn't always measure for what what is happening a lot of times um we get a lot of confusing conversations like i mentioned connections but you know there's a difference between connect, uh communicating and connecting with someone there's definitely a difference i can communicate to you hey you know the weather's not that great today but i could connect with you by kind of really diving a little bit more about myself and what it means to and i feel these conversations come internally for me so i yes i i, I do like um uh, when it comes to my my when it comes to this topic about change um yeah i could do a lot of things but it's an old saying you could be uh, jack of all trade, master of none. none. So for for me, I, I like to just know my limits, and also I I've embraced lately a little bit more that I am unfinished, and my life will always be in a state of unfinishedness. And that and then for me that sounds, yeah, some people would hate that notion, but for me, yes, <laughs> so the, the process of it honestly is is something that I've come to. Um, I, I don't have this sense of urgency to finish because ideas mm. that the process is 
is ever changing. Like, you know, you mentioned the horizon for me is just slowing down, not slowing down my, my, my movement forward, but slowing down on the urgent, like external influences of my urgency. I am focused oh. on one thing at a time. The th fact of the matter is I'm one person. I can help one thing at a time. So it's kind of a learning thing. I haven't, I don't think I'm ever going to be see. I figured it out, but I feel like I'm getting better at it. And it's this, this step-by-step -step process for me. So. Interesting. I, I like, I think it's sim very similar. This horizon look mm -hmm. allows you to slow down your mind or slow down in a way what's happening around you mm -hmm. because you're not, you're not influenced by it as and much. It, in the funny way, I, I'm very seasick, right? So, like, I go when I I went scuba diving, I would always have to look at the horizon when we're coming back from on the boat. They say just stare at that. I'm not. I will still go on the boat. I will still still scuba diving, but I'm the first one off the boat. I'll tell you that I'm the first one because I don't. <laughs> I, the rocking, you know, the worst thing for me is going deep sea fishing because I'm stuck on the boat. But at the same time, I. Um, the horizon was a one center point that if I didn't take my Dremamine and I'm feeling sick, I would have to stare out at the horizon so I won't feel as sick, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, interesting. I want to, to different, you know, I'm trying to think of the difference there. One, you're in control and in a way, one, you're not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? And, and uh, I feel... I think, um, I guess in one way I'm thinking is when I was in the military, there's this old saying, embrace the suck, right? Embrace yeah. the suck. The idea of that is if I know something's going to suck, sometimes we lie to ourselves. Right? Yeah. Like, if I'm helping someone, it's going to be inconvenient. Let's just yes. be honest. Helping people is work. I think sometimes we lie to ourselves like I'm going to help and have those moments where I'm uh, high-fiving myself. It, it, there, you know, you can be energized, <laughs> revigorated. You know, I know I'm in the right field because if I feel someone is doing better, I don't need to be known that he's better. I'm just happy he's doing better. Yes. And I get energized, so I feel like I'm in the right place because of that notion. That's it. Um, so uh, a lot of times I said, again, people say better than me, and I think we're kind of leading towards this, but Veronica said it this way. To know yourself, you must sacrifice the illusion that you already do. And I feel that's the the constant change. It's nothing to feel bad about. I think who I was 10 years ago is a little bit changed. My priority is different. What's important to me is different. And I think um, that has allowed me to, I guess, value my time. Value, value is, time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if that makes sense. What comes to mind when you see this quote? Oh, let's see a new one. Okay, we got a new. I love this. Okay, to know yourself, you must sacrifice the illusion that you already do. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I I also come back when I see it when I when I was read it before. I also come back to the the part about the lying to yourself. Mm, yeah, yeah. Because I I think that's what it is to know yourself. Mm. Is I think it's maybe in a lie. Yeah. To know, you, to, know your, to truly. Although I don't, I mean, I haven't said that. I feel like I know myself pretty well. Yeah. I, I think it's what what she's trying to know is that we don't want to say like static that, you know, we could be nostalgic to the point where it just is so heavy. 
that we don't really look that of the change of who we are. I think at the core we are pretty we may know who we are. Yes. But at the same time, our priorities change. What's important to us change. So saying, oh, I remember back in the day was great. But if your best moment, uh, you know, uh, this is an outreach. And yeah, it's it's not um, does not proselytize. But I remember being a church leader. People will say the best, best time in church was 15 years ago. I would say that's a problem. There's a problem that the 15 years ago was your best time so the 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 fact of the matter is i I, the worry i think this quote really i think stresses the idea of the constant change the the idea that i'm seeing it a little different now yeah yeah now that you talk it through i i see it a bit it's it's a bit deeper than what i thought yeah and i think that's the one thing i love about these types of quotes and questions is there's more questions afterwards and that, yeah. that, 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 about it. So there's never going to be like, I figured it out. I think when I was um, in, uh, you know, sometimes we like it clean and neat, like the answer. But I think a lot no. of times ourselves, it's, 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 it's much deeper. But at the same time, it's also simple because our lives might be a mess. Our whole situation might be a mess. But why we do it is simple. I do it because... Uh, we think of our lives as more long-term versus short-term. If I think of my life long-term, like any investment, I'll probably make smarter, smarter choices. If right. it's short-term, it's just what it is. I'm, Ken, I'm sorry <laughs> to kind of speak so much, but I want to give you an opportunity. You're I love new, that. You're a new guest. You're a new guest. That. And I just want to give you an opportunity to tell us a little bit about yourself, your journey. This is your time and space to kind of share. How did you get where you are today? What are you yeah. doing? like? People listening may not know what you're up to. We'll put all, all your all your information into the notes that you would like to share. But what would you like to share with the guests about what brought you to where you are today? What you've learned along the way, and anything that you're comfortable sharing? Yeah, and and I think too the discovering what's next. Um, mm-hmm. Thirteen months ago, mm-hmm. I was working and living, and you know had a job in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. I was living overseas and I was an insurance guy doing insurance guy stuff. And I was preparing myself for what's next, which was to come back to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, after 20 years abroad. I had written a book um, and I was going to take that book and I had crafted 400 questions. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to take the questions, put them in a jar, travel around the country, meet people and interview them. Mm-hmm. With the same set of questions. Now, everybody would get different questions, but there's only 12 topics. Mm-hmm. So everybody's going to get the same questions in a way, mm-hmm. same topics. And I did that. I started in January last year, or sorry, April of last year. And uh, so I was on the road about eight months. I did 60 cities. Mm-hmm. I interviewed 200 people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's it's been an absolute magic 12 months. Mm. And since I've been back, I should say, since I've been back and, you know, hard to believe that I still was, I hadn't even bought my van yet. And, you know, so I'm trying to even this, you know, everything that's happened the last 12 months, it's a ton of stuff that's happened. And it's, Mm. and I'm a bit shocked to even talk about it because it's hard to realize that actually I, I did that. Like, Mm -hmm. holy cow, I've been going like a maniac. Um, And especially this topic I really didn't know what was next. You know, I didn't want, I knew I didn't want to stay in corporate. I knew I wanted out. 
Mm. And this is, you know, how many years ago, five years ago. Mm. And I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know what, how, what it was going to look like. I had, I really didn't know. There was so much unknown. But what I did was I started positive things. I had momentum mm-hmm. in three or four things. And none of them really destination type stuff. Mm-hmm. But more just about something different mm-hmm. than what I was doing and what I what I had become mm-hmm. uh, to prepare myself for what I'm calling now my third act. You know, my third mm-hmm. act in life. And um, it's fantastic. This has been an amazing journey. And, I'm you know, I'm a... I'm a grandfather, a father, um, you know, so I'm a super lucky guy in that, in that regard of, I've ticked those boxes and mm-hmm. I had a great corporate career. And now I'm having a chance to, to really sit down and listen, doing a bit of what you're doing mm-hmm. today, you know, list talking, sharing mm-hmm. a bit of my own thoughts, and then also listening to people and hearing, you know, what, what's the journey about, what's mm-hmm. your journey. Mm-hmm. And I, the kind of crazy part is I don't know what's next. Mm-hmm. And this, it, I knew what was next twelve months ago. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm I'm deep into this, I don't know what's next. People are asking, so what what happens after the jar? I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm okay with the fact that it's gonna it it will come. There's another quote for you, maybe one you can use. Uh, mm-hmm. It's an it's, I think it's an. I, quote of different cu- countries or different cultures have it but basically the path will rise to meet you mm-hmm. yeah and that's what somebody said somebody asked me the question i was like i don't know you know this is a weird thing i'm just doing it and i'm gonna go and i don't know what's gonna happen mm-hmm. and they said oh, oh that's an old irish you know mm-hmm. thing the path yeah. will rise the path will rise to meet you mm-hmm. uh, and it's like oh okay mm-hmm so that's that's kind of what I've been doing the last you know last year and you know before that was just like I said as an insurance executive and mm. um, talk business stuff all day long but I'm doing what I really love right now. You know that's you know that's you know that's, when I think about your what you mentioned about you you're not knowing what's even next and people telling asking you what's next I think about. Uh, sometimes external pressures of actually having an answer for that sometimes. Yeah. Oh, it's sure. <laughs> the, the fact of the matter is um, it's okay. And I do appreciate you mentioning this. It's okay to not know what's next. I remember um, uh, Martin Luther King. I mentioned this quote uh, last month because February African-American history. Um, and one thing he said was, you don't need to know the whole staircase to take the first step. Mm. So uh, the idea is... I love that. The idea is, really, it's okay to not know. It's almost... It, I think a lot of times we get stuck when we want to know the whole staircase. The idea is, oh, we're, not, we're not supposed to. I, I think, think you're it's not a supposed pro- to, You're not supposed to know. I think if we knew, it, it kind of it cheapens the whole journey itself yeah. because... We ourselves are kind of constantly readjusting and adjusting. And I think what you mentioned at the end that you were okay and kind of sparks of what we were talking, I was talking, actually mentioning was embracing that we are, if we really think about all of us, we are unfinished always. Yeah, I, and I, constant, I love that. The constant thing of unfinishedness and uh, like in our lives, we're always told to finish and you can't really. Um, and there is good things to have goals, but along the way is where life really happens. You know, yeah. <laughs> during those goals that we have. You know, so 
I feel absolutely falling think, down on your face, you know, yeah. getting back up and yeah. And I think a lot of times, um, it, it's, it's, um, it's important you know, just like in anything you, you invest in a lot of times value and, you know, especially nowadays because people can't communicate well. When I see people texting when they're having family reunions and no one's looking at each other, no one's talking or engaging. It's been 20 years that they've never seen each other <laughs> and everyone is just there on their phones ignoring each other. I'm talking about like Instagram. I laugh, I laugh about this because I'm guilty of it. All of us, we're honestly so consumed of the fact that and it's, it's interesting because... We have so many ways to communicate, but we do it worse today. We do it worse. Uh, it's, it's nice when you have a refreshing conversation. You're talking to someone that's present, you know, a asking questions, not just because they're, you know, and I'm saying this because, you know, your your story kind of lends to it. Stories. That's part of why I made the podcast. I remember Stories. with the, for me, um, I was, I was, I, I found it intriguing. My own story, but also something about stories comforting. When you hear someone with a similar story, it provides support for yes. yourself that you're not alone. But also, stories later on kind of unfold to kind of understand the human side. We're actually very human, and it, it kind of, in a way, provides a community of stories. And like one of the ways that stories can be actually. Um, be told is obviously how we're saying it like words but right. also stories and like some things cannot be told in just words you got music that shape shapes stories and lyrics and i feel like there's so many ways we communicate in different ways to share stories and it's a beautiful thing because people care about the character mm. they don't care about um what you accomplish at the end of the time when everything kind of when the, when the, when when the rubber hits the meat and you're you're struggling there, you may be having a you know terminal illness or a family member that maybe you're maybe losing. It doesn't matter any of the titles you had. It matters the stories and the connections you had, and that's basically it. They always, yeah, means nothing, Robert. Means nothing. I I can I can tell you, man. I left the you know I, I had a great title and I left the job. As soon as I told people I was leaving. Mm -hmm. I was dead. Mm -hmm. No one cared. I, no I couldn't. Care. I couldn't help them. I wasn't their boss on the next salary review. I wasn't mm -hmm. in the project they were working on. I might as well. I might as well have been dead. Well, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's a harsh way to say it, but there's some truth to it, right? You know, like yeah. you just you got to worry about yourself. Yeah. In this in this life, you have to take care. Well, you, obviously, you need to take care of other people, but you have to take care of yourself first. Before, you know, it's like the oxygen mask in the airplane. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, you yeah. you can't help somebody else until you help yourself, friends. You know, yeah. you got to be there for yourself first. Um, and I think a lot of times, especially what I see is, it's easier to help someone else, and I'll say this, than to look at yourself in the mirror. It's oh. hard. <laughs> It's hard. So, like, a lot of people are saving the world, <laughs> not saving themselves. And then you, you can't give what you don't have, if that makes sense. So Yeah, of course you can't. So, or if you do give something that you don't have, it's, it's, the person can feel it. Yeah. You're not really, you know, 
Hey, so this is um, so I was I, I realized I had this with me. Well, okay. And I, this, oh, okay. that's a jar of questions. Oh wow, jar of questions, full free. <laughs> so you that's what you. That's what you use whenever you speak to uh, your 200 guests. You use yeah, yeah. Question. So there's there's 444 questions. Mm-hmm. Um, should, should we pick a question? No, I get to pick one for you now. Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's just yeah, try it. Let's pick. <laughs> let me pick one for. Let me pick one for Robert. Uh, let's see. Okay, I'll pull one out of the middle just so we know I'm not cheating. <laughs> Who's the person who you admire most? I don't know if that's going to work. Okay. Uh, Who is the person I admire most? Because of how they treat people. Hmm. So not the person you admire, but a person. So this, in, this instills some sort of you've seen the you know you've seen it, or you maybe read about it. I guess is okay. Hmm. I, I'm I'm trying to think of um, something a little bit more closer to home. Yeah. Um. um Um, man, you put me on the spot. Yeah, I hate that I stumped you. No, no, no. It's, 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 um, I, I guess I'm gonna, um, hmm. Um, okay, I, I'm gonna, uh, because of privacy, I, I'm not gonna say a person's name or anything, okay, but fair for, enough. For, for me, it's just, um, I remember I was working and with someone who was really struggling and I remember the person got, you know, I'm, I'm in charge of them. And they, you know, they started, um, you know, using, you know, substances. And I remember mm-hmm. I, I, I told the person, um, just, you know, I told them, you know, I would have to, you know, tell the people that be and i don't know what's going to happen to you you may have to uh, you know you know get you may have to face um consequences and what i was interesting about the whole story not to get in any details of it was i i was so humbled and it, it sounds weird because why would you feel why would you um admire this person i admire just how much that person trusted me and I felt so, I felt such a human side of this person. Everything I told this person to do without question. And it was one of the most humbling and honestly gut-wrenching things of how little I was. Because I was there you know, right before the person was going to face what may happen to this individual. Okay, yeah. And the reason that person knows that person is there is because of me stood sat there right next to me and i was just there encouraging that person hours and upon hours and i said at the end not obviously i'm trying to like not to give away too much at all i said listen you know this worked out well but you know why no i said this worked out well but remember i showed up i'm here i've been here this whole time and it was just such a I never felt some raw connection to anyone in my life. And you're like, why would that person be someone he, he or she just made the mistake. It's just how human and honest the person was with me. And it was just, for me, I was just 
the person could have lied to me, and I would have known. Uh, the person could have said, but the person faced. Wow. The, and I felt that was the biggest, that was the strongest thing I've ever seen. That was amazing to even see that, because it was not the person could be mad at me, and I understand everyone in society would say, "I'll be mad at you because you put me in this situation." None of that. Person completely, utterly trusted. I never felt that. Hmm. And they knew, and they knew they put put actually put you in that situation. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, in a way, right? In a way, but I feel what I I, I think when it, that question when you ask me is confu- a little bit confusing because I see bits and parts of humanity that's beautiful, so I yeah. admire that. So whenever I see someone, it's just like when you see a kid who steals cookies and you're like he comes with no 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 reason to come and he admits it there's something beautiful about our honest truth of who we are not how we're trying to let everyone to see us but the honest reveal of our weaknesses our, our and how we, you know we're just stumbling through trying to do the best we can i feel that's what i admire when i see people who demonstrate that and everything in the society is saying, get angry, be mad, be it's, resentful, and they it's don't. It's not your fault. Yeah. It's yeah. the other guy's fault. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And they choose something that is countercultural. And I found that I found that yeah. admirable because Lovely. for me, it's a very hard. It's it, it's very hard. It's very seldom I see that, but it's one of the things that I've noticed to be one of the most inspiring things for me. It's why I don't need to be. I don't do well with positive affirmation. Tell you that much. <laughs> Funny enough, the thing is, uh, I've I feel access service works better for me because I just love just being there with someone, doing things. If you want to be someone who wants to get to know me better or make me feel appreciated help me help me with yeah. something that's it a lot of times for me it's not how much you know it's a character that matters to me and i feel i know it didn't really answer your question but that that story in my mind kind of stood out and it was confusing on what to pick i could easily say victor Frankl just because of insight i could say um nelson mandela because some of the things he's done in south africa i could say certain parts of dr martha king I can, but I feel like it's all these pieces together that really inspire me because we're just human. We're doing the best we can. Yeah. So. so I, I, no, I love. It's a great. It, it's interesting. It's a funny way to answer the question. You're right because it is weird. It, it's. It's really how that person treated you. In you're right, you know what I mean. How they yeah. treated this situation in response to something that could have been very, very different. Yeah. Yeah, uh, very, uh, very good. That's a great story, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, for me, it's not like, oh, this person scored. For me, it's more about the character, and I feel that 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 shows a lot. Because people... It shows a lot of character. And I feel one person said to me, uh, life is about playing a bad hand well. That's what... <laughs> a lot of times we have like you know we're playing a band hand well, so it's like you know, so you know when to fold them, when to hold them. Sometimes uh, bluff, <laughs> some and sometimes you lose it all. You're, exactly. you're all in. Yeah. yeah, and like I, you know, people say, oh, do you, I'm I don't have children, but like my, a lot of people are like, oh, 
Uh, how? Uh, when do you know when you're a good parent? I know my brother was talking. You never do. You never knew. You never have a guide. <laughs> you're just rolling with it. Like I remember a lot, a lot of times when I was in the military, and we're just you know we're like, oh, how do you? Uh, I was working on aircraft. Like, how do you know what to do? And like, we just did what we could at the moment. We only tried to fix what we can change, and what we couldn't change. We didn't have time to look at that, so it was one of those things. And、uh, I think a lot of times、um, I had my best working, I guess, experiences because of such camaraderie. Because it was no one's better; everyone's just there trying to. I was serving in two thousand, two thousand four, so right around nine eleven or、yeah. during that.、Oh, so、yeah. it was just really just that、uh, those moments. So I can't say everything like、uh, was bad, whether. Segments of my life, but I can say there's bits and pieces that stood out to me. That was, I would say, was beautiful. Whether it's people or it's moments, that has been kind of what I've learned along the way. I want to shift it over to you.、Um, the theme, you know, we talked about discover what is next. What has been helpful for you to decide? I know you have not really decided what is next. I know before this, but what has、hmm. helped you mom- keep the momentum forward? You know, I think it's it's I think it's really、um, inspiring that you, you you embrace the fact you don't know what is next. You come to this podcast and it's like, what is next? And you're like, I don't know. And I I appreciate that because that's honest. <laughs> and I think I think I think that's healthy. So what what do you what has kept you mo- moving forward in this?、Uh, what you're doing today? Yeah, I think keeping keeping momentum.、Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I'm a big fan of momentum and.、Um, What's what's gonna? I think what'll help maybe uncover what's next as well.、Mm-hmm. I, I think is continuing to, like you said, a work. In, I'm a work in progress.、Mm-hmm. I'm an absolute work in progress, and、um, embracing that,、mm-hmm. embracing that I'm gonna learn enough from the people that I have left、mm-hmm. that I will f- I will find that that next in、mm-hmm. that next thing and. You know, so I've taken some time off here. I'm trying to. I'm taking a kind of a pull back, a step back a bit.、Mm-hmm. So you know, the I was in execution mode,、mm-hmm. and I was just nose down. Go to the next city, see four people. Go to the next city, see four people. Get four, <laughs> get four episodes up. Go to four, up four, up down four, up four, and go to the next. And I was just four, 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 four all my way. You know, to two、mm-hmm. hundred. And then I woke up at two hundred and said, "Holy cow! I got to take a step back." Mm-hmm. And because I need to see where I'm at, yeah, so, you know, it's a little bit of that roadmap. I had a roadmap, and I and I got on the trail, and I just went, and I hauled ass, and I never looked at the map, <laughs> and I figured it was time to get, you know, pull my head up out of the out of the weeds,、mm-hmm. and take a look around. And so I think that, I think, not knowing what's next in in my case, and but I. I need to be cognizant of that as well, Robert. I、mm. also I have to be I have to be aware that I don't know, and I should try to. I'd say manifest because I don't have that vision of to,、mm. something to manifest, right? So、mm. normally, if you have a you know you have something to manifest, that's okay, that helps. But if you don't,、uh, it's it's tricky, you know. And I、mm. could end up. I mean, I could end up circling around, right? There is a, there is a danger that I don't、mm-hmm. I don't find solid footing. And I get soupy, and I get、mm. lost, 
Um, and I think I have to be cognizant of that. There should be a what's next in my vision and my mapping. Mm -hmm. I mean, I go back to my notes. I have all kinds of notes. When I'm 60, I'll be doing this. When I'm 65, here's my vision. Here's my mapping. You know, I'll be living mm -hmm. like this, you know, doing this, working. And all of that has gone to crap with this new vision, with what I'm doing, actually. Yeah. So, stuff that I wrote for 20 years has all gone to mush because I'm in mm. a van driving around the country. I don't have a house. Mm. I don't have, you know, I'm, I've completely tossed away all of these these things that you gather along the way as, mm. as kind of trophies. Um, so I am a little bit on soft ground. And, mm. and I have to be careful to make sure I keep my my eyes on that horizon mm -hmm. even though i don't know exactly what the world i'm staring at mm -hmm. i and i think that you you know taking a pause and measuring what works and what yes. didn't yeah. is kind of is 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 wise i i think for it's not when i say it's okay to not know what's next is that it's part of the process you're not going to know every single every step but it is also a part of the process to kind of see what worked and make adjustments along the way. Um, I think great, in, great point. in in my uh, when I started, it's funny when I started, I actually did events where I'm around in Florida and churches to kind of have people share their stories and music and all that stuff. And then 2019, uh, some people who were listening that long know that I started my first podcast just because, you know, I, I wasn't really sure I did. You know, I had a gaming headset. I had nothing really going on, but I'm like, you know what? I don't. I stopped looking at other people because you know one thing about podcasting that's pretty funny is that um, there's always that one person that says, "Oh, you just need this equipment or that equipment." I no, you don't. No, no, I don't. No, you don't. No, I don't. But the fact <laughs> is, I, I wanted consistency. I wanted stories to be shared. I remember at first it was. That's my stories of recovery i remember that was what my first segment was really i just didn't have the monthly theme until i realized that i want to differentiate and include more people so i wanted different themes for each month and then you just kind of adjust and that's what i've learned the thing is you know rest is funny because people will look at me like rob you work you have this very stressful job at work and then you come home and you do this i'm like rest looks differently I like I feel empowered by doing this kind of stuff. I have my own hobbies. It's just it's it's just something that um, provides rest in a different way. Obviously, yes. I could sleep. I can do all this. But someone tell me, oh, don't do that. Limiting myself. The generalization of human beings is, I feel, one of the big missteps for me. I know me. Don't let other people tell you who you who you yeah, what are. you should be. Yeah. Well, yeah, you you need rest. No, actually, no, I don't. <laughs> I, I feel pretty good. <laughs> you may need like obviously we all need rest, but not in the way that the person is. There's always kind of this. Oh, you need to like slow down. Well, I may slow down to kind of measure what's going on. I'm not going to slow down so so because uh, uh, it's it's going to help me I rest. I feel a lot of times it's going to still be in our head. It's like the pink elephant. Don't think about the pink elephant. We're going to think about the pink elephant. <laughs> so, so, so. I can't get out of my head now. <laughs> but with that being said, I want to ask you as we wrap up, any final thoughts you would like to share to those listening? I want to also share those who are listening to that. Sure. Uh, um, all the, all, all the, everything you can find 
about Ken and what he's doing will be in the notes. But go mm-hmm. ahead, Ken. Anything you want to share as a final thought? I, you know, just share um, a couple of thoughts. It's one of the biggest things that comes from, I because I ask I ask guests this all the time, right? Two, so I've asked two hundred people. You know, give some final thoughts, and you know whether it's a message to somebody. Sometimes it's a message to a person, or or some thoughts for the audience, or just themselves. Because it's a recorded session. What do you want to tell yourself when you listen to this in ten years? You know, so I, I give some different prompts, like like this, like you've, I love your prompt. Um, the one th- comment that comes up so often is to tell people you're not alone, mm-hmm. which you mm-hmm. said it earlier, and I loved mm-hmm. it. I love it when people say that because you're not alone. I mean, this mm-hmm. is it. So many people are going through difficult times and struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, and they feel they're alone and you know we are alone in our thoughts a lot mm-hmm. of times and the stuff you know this the, the powerful thing in between our ears is also a monster mm-hmm. and you know we've got to learn to tame it a little bit and mm-hmm. and put it in its place and talk to it and learn how to talk to ourselves and we got to have those good com- we you know so find good healthy messages for your mind mm-hmm. know that you're not alone Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are going through shit, mm-hmm. it, it will pass. Yeah. You know, this too shall pass. It's a mm-hmm. real thing. Yeah. And I've heard it from so many guests who have been in some dark, dark places. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you're good enough and you're good enough. Mm-hmm. You are good enough. man. <laughs> you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're here, you're alive, you're, you're, you're good enough, mm-hmm. you know? Can you get better? Yeah, we all can get better. We're, like you said, we're both work in progress. So we can yeah. get better. Sure. But I'm good yeah. enough. As I am right now, I'm, I'm pretty good. Um, so, you know, just know you're not alone. And, you know, the tough times will pass. Um, and you are good enough. And there are people that care. Mm-hmm. Somewhere out there, there's people that care. Um, yeah. as, much as, you, as much as you may think there, there aren't, there are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, to also just piggyback, I just want to share that um, give yourself a little bit of grace. If it's a 10-year problem, don't think it's going to be fixed tomorrow. <laughs> don't like, uh, like get reachable goals. No one's, no one's, you know, you're the one who's going to be living that life. I, you know, I used to say, and I kind of lean towards this, you know, I'm not, I know not every scenario is like this, but siblings don't make great parents. I'll just say that right now. Siblings don't make great parents, so <laughs> I, I'm just <laughs> I'm I'm gonna one hundred percent. I just want to uh, uh, with saying that is know that you know the urgency you getting better is a choice that only will stick if it, you want to do it. Like if I want to get healthier, I want to have to want to get healthier. You know, uh, if 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 I don't, if someone else is telling me outside. It probably won't stick. What is next is not someone else's what is next. It's your what is next that matters. So um, I just want to share that as we close. But I want to say thank you so much for joining us and sharing your thoughts with us today. It's been been great. Robert, thanks for having us. Great. Great conversation. Great. (laughs) And I love what you're doing here. It's a great format. Um, I love the style. It's great work. I think you're doing doing great stuff. Thank you so much, Ken. And I'm sure... I'm sure there's people who are touched. And, you know, I, I just, for me, it's continuing the conversation whenever I feel what, even like, obviously you have moments. I have moments where I feel like, how oh, I, I, 
could have said it differently. But for me, I never did pick because it's a natural conversation for myself. You know, we're our worst cr- critics. What I want to, what always motivates me, and we talk about motivates, is continuing the conversation. One thing I always kind of motivate me with this whole Revive Machine podcast is these conversations are not happening enough. That's what it comes uh, down to. <laughs> I'm. I 100% agree. I mean, that's one thing that I have learned. I'm, I was not this person. I was this person in a weird, in a very weird way, but nothing like I am now. Hmm. And it's changed me quite a bit. Having these conversations, listening to people, like you said, people don't listen to each other anymore. And I've been, I've spent a year of listening. Hmm. Um, And it's had a profound impact on me. Even my, my attitude, my, my energy level. Like I'm a, I'm, I'm probably at a different frequency than I was. Yeah. Even I, if, I, if that's a thing. <laughs> well, you know, at the same time, I do feel like I feel, you know, we're social beings, whether you're introvert or not, you know, we have to connect in one way or another. So I do, I do, I do relate. I do agree with that. I want to also say as we wrap up, Remember to stay updated with all things Revive Ministries through mm. the various platforms. RevivalMinistriesFL.com is our website. We're on Facebook and Instagram and other things, but really, the website is the good, best hub. You can find us. This is goodbye from Revive Ministries Podcast, leaving the last quote from Martin Luther King Jr. If you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, keep, keep moving, moving forward. forward.